Well, hello, St. Peter. Well, hello, St. Peter family. This is Blake Baggert here, parish catechist. I'm really excited to be joined by Sister John Marion, and we thought this year we would do something a little different for parents for First Reconciliation and First Communion prep. We've come to know in our lives how important prayer is. And so instead of having a couple of parent meetings where we just gather, listen, and then depart, we want to engage in conversations with you about prayer and help grow your life of prayer. So Sister John Marion, you want to share a little bit with our families what you've come to know what prayer is and what prayer is not. Thank you, Blake. Um, One thing that has come to light through these years of deepening in a prayer life is I used to think that prayer was having holy feelings or feeling close to God or being at prayer and um, receiving a lot of grace, feeling like I received a lot of grace. And I've realized that prayer is so much deeper than our feelings. Um, Prayer really is faith. God is always present to us and he's always pouring his grace out upon us, even when we don't feel it. So prayer is um, more faith than it is um, feelings. Wonderful. Yeah, I know I've grown in that as well. For me, one thing I've really come to see is prayer is not necessarily about scouring God for insights about my life, whether that's personal things I'm going through or picking up in the Bible and reading it and thinking I'm just going to get an answer to the test of life. What I've come to know, especially through Lexio Divina, meditating on scripture, is it's about encountering God and having his presence in our life through his living word. So I know there's times when I go to prayer that I pick up a text and sometimes I'm scouring for what's going on in my life and in the text and Jesus totally reveals something different to me and it opens up the eyes of my heart. So yeah, I've come to know it. prayer is not necessarily about getting answers to the test. Sometimes it is good to get those, but it's more about being in the presence of God. And another um, thing I used to think that prayer was is I used to think that prayer was really just speaking holy words or saying a lot of rote prayers or saying things that sounded holy. But real prayer is real. It's honest. It's vulnerable. It's raw sometimes. And I found that when I can allow Jesus into the deep hurts of my own heart or the pain of something that's happening in my life and allow him to love me right in those times and those moments, that's when I have my deepest experiences of him. And when he um, really can become the king of my heart and Um, conquer the fears or the lies or the doubts that I really have. So prayer is being real. It's being honest. Um, And it's not just pretending to be holy. I love how you say it's being real and being honest, Sister John Marion. Because the last reflection I'd like to give is just the realization that prayer is not something we do just throw away. It's absolutely necessary in our lives. When I was younger, And probably even a few years ago, uh, I thought, you know, prayer was just saying some Hail Marys, like Sister John Marion said, a few things, and then moving on to the next uh, part of my day. 
but I've come to realize how insufficient that is. I've been praying, and I don't want to sound say this to sound super holy, because I've realized it's absolutely necessary in order to be able to do my job here at St. Peter, um, to support you as families, uh, about an hour and a half each day, um, going to the Lord, being in his presence, getting and seeking guidance for what we want to accomplish here in the parish. And I was recently reflecting on that to Father Clark, and I just said, yeah, I almost called up my previous pastor at the parish I worked at and told him, Father Farrar, if I would have been praying like this in Emporia, we would have conquered the world. But I've come to realize here at St. Peter's I absolutely need to be praying that much. And so it's not a throwaway activity. It's not just a hobby, but it's actually absolutely necessary of what we need in our life. And for you us active workers in the world, um, it may not be an hour and a half. It may not be four hours in the Adoration Chapel, um, but you have to find that right, sufficient amount. It's probably not going to be just three Hail Marys, and it's probably not going to be four hours, but there is a base level of prayer that we need in our daily lives. I'll just throw it out there. I'm firmly convicted that if everyone spent 20 minutes in dedicated prayer each day, the world would be absolutely changed. Prayer is life. It is how we converse with God on a daily basis. Without it, we amount to nothing. All of our activities come to naught. So we do like to spend these last moments in this podcast inviting you to prayer as we meditate on the gospel. Thank you, Blake. As we move into a prayer, um, I invite you to just set aside whatever you're doing right now, especially if you're doing something as you listen, and just pause and perhaps just quiet your body, quiet your heart, and perhaps close your eyes and become aware of God's gaze upon you, that he's looking at you with deep love. And as God is present to you, um, desire to become present to him. Ask him for the grace of his Holy Spirit to make clear his voice within your heart and to help you to pray that he will pray within you. And we're going to use this um, prayer time to meditate on the gospel of Martha and Mary. So I ask Blake to read the gospel and you can listen prayerfully and, and see what you notice. As they, Jesus and the apostles, continued their journey, he entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary, who sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. 
The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. As you listen to these words, I invite you to picture yourself in the scene. Perhaps you want to sit at Jesus' feet, listening to him speak. Or perhaps, even if you want to, you feel more like Martha and you have things that are on your mind that are worrying you. And I invite you to, whatever is on your heart, to just open your hands and show them to Jesus. Show them a wor- show him a worry or show him your desire. And I'll I'll give a few moments of silence now for you to just let Jesus see into you. If you are not sure what you should be doing or thinking, just ask Jesus. Um, Be present to him. And if a particular word stood out to you while Blake was reading, you may go back to that word and, and talk to Jesus about that word or that image that came to mind. As our time for this meditation is coming to a close, you can always continue later. But as we close this brief encounter with Jesus, I invite you to speak to him from your heart. Be real with him. Um, Tell him about what's really on your heart or ask him the real questions that you have or just be present to him and and ask just be open to listening to him and then this is the best part of the prayer this is when you can Perhaps if you want to picture yourself leaning your head on his heart or picture him and his gaze upon you, open yourself to be loved by him and to receive his love for a few moments. And let us close this time with an Our Father. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We thank you for listening to this podcast, and I'm grateful to Blake and his insights. And we look forward to um, being able to discuss these things with you in the future. God bless you. God bless you.